Hello, welcome to episode 17. Um, we won't go through the usual, it isn't 17, but it is 17 because we had a few weeks where we did split episodes. But we've uh, we've again got a guest with us today, um, Liam of the Manchester Titans. Um, thanks for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, standard sort of episode. We'll, you know, we'll talk to Liam, we'll, we'll sort of get his journey into NFL, but also not just that sort of, you know, what he what he's done. Um, there's a, an extensive sort of resume, I think we're all aware of, uh, his time spent over here uh, with the Manchester Titans. So we'll go through that and then we'll discuss last night's results, which I'm sure someone will be really happy to, to run away with. Um, we don't think we'll really touch much on the actual Super Bowl with it being two weeks away. Um, we'll, we'll sort of save that for next week. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose over to you, Liam. I a bit of a you know why why American football, why over here? Um, you know how you find it. You know how how it is, um, and, and sort of yeah, your your journey just just fire away, bud. Um, so yeah, I uh, like a lot of people of my sort of age. Uh, got into American football watching the highlights on Channel 4, uh, just in that. And then uh, when I went off to uni uh, in Birmingham, they had a good uni team there and I started playing when I was first year. Played three years there, um, fell in love with it completely. Uh, D-lineman for three years and a bit of offensive line. Um, and moved up north. Uh, played for Lancashire for a few years when they reformed, uh, got moved onto the offensive side of the ball there. Uh, and then, yeah, I played for God knows how many years now. I think I've been, I've been with the Titans since 2014, I think. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of years out because of work uh, and then rejoined the Titans from Lancs. And then, uh, yeah, I've been here seven years. In that time, we've played in the, the Div 2 in, my, in the country. Got promoted to Div 1. Uh, four years ago, won the, the Div 1 title. And then we're playing in the Prem now. And uh, the two years of seasons we've had in the Prem, we finished uh, second in the North and then lost to the National Eventual Finalists oh. in the semi-finals London two years in a row. So uh, quite a progression over the years. Um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely like that. I think one of my... Um... One of my friends actually played for the Lancashire Wolverines and Manchester Titans as well. I think you might know him, Jonathan Morehouse. Yeah, yeah, I know Johnny. Um, yeah. He's, he's meant to be coming back. He's meant to be with us this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had, Johnny's I played on... across in Europe as well at some point, hasn't he? As well. Yeah, I had him on one of my own podcasts just talking about that. He played in Finland and he did mention that he does want to come back, but who knows what's going to happen. I know he had some surgeries, didn't he, on his shoulder. So we'll, we'll find out, but I'm sure he definitely said he wants to come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was in uh, he was in our returning players uh, meeting a couple of weeks ago, so he's meant to be back. He's meant to be coming with us. Yeah. Uh, and he told one of the other uh, video podcasts he was coming back as well to us. So, yeah, I expect to see him down when we actually get back to training. Um, so, the Northwest got quite a lot of uh, people move around the teams quite a lot over here. You've got quite a few teams up in the North. Uh, and so, yeah, people move around. Uh as coaches change and as teams get a bit more successful or they don't like where they are at the minute, a little bit like the NFL, but not, it's a bit easier for us to just walk away and go somewhere else. You don't have to sign yourself off. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at the moment. I mean, we'll probably touch on it later, but I mean, there's so much speculation now going into the off season about Aaron Rodgers and different other quarterbacks as well. Like you said, it just moves around all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, I think this, this off-season is going to be insane with which QBs are at. If, if the stuff coming from the Texans is actually going to happen, he's going to make a big move for Watson. Is Stafford going to rock up somewhere else? Will Cam get picked up by someone? I mean, there's a lot of QBs that could be yeah. starting in a new kit next year. It's going to be an absolute... Hopefully, hopefully we might get one. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Bears could do with a new QB, to be honest, but... Yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to. Oh, I read. Um, I read you play. You've played on the offensive line, so uh, I think you said you played almost all the offensive line. Is that still a position you you hold close to your heart? You've been a protector, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's still where I play at the minute. Um, 
I've actually played in every every one of the five positions at different seasons and different teams. Um, I played uh, for the Union Manchester a lot when I was doing a, a Masters. So I did a part-time Masters and got three years out of eligibility of that as well. So I did three years playing full seasons without really having an off-season. So I went from the adult season with the Titans to the Tyrants at Union Manchester. Played their season over the winter. They went back straight into pre-season. Well, not even pre-season for the Tyrant Titans. We were back into kitted practice. Uh, that three years was uh, fun. So they, I didn't have to do the conditioning stuff because I was just playing. But the yeah. whole three years all the way around. So that was quite a fun experience. Yeah, I like it. So how how you obviously you, you've gone from player all the way up to sort of chairman now. Sort of, you know, how how do you transition to that and what? What what is the sort of general day to day then, um, you know, in, in, in sort of your role? Well, yeah. So uh, in October, I went. I, I was the club secretary for a couple of years. Uh, I'm still player as well, so play and club chairman, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got changed. Uh, the club chairman decided to take a step back, and I I, I ran for chairman. Uh, so sort of we have a club committed committee. Uh, they put a lot of time in when we're training, a team manager for each of the teams. At the Titans, we've got two adult teams, so the team that competing in the Prem, and we've got a development team we're trying to get off the ground, so we've uh, called the B team. Then we've got an under-19, under-17 uh, contact teams, so they go start 14 in kitted. Uh, we've got three cadet flag teams from eight years old. We can take players in. Uh, we've got a separate women's contact team. Uh, we've got adult flag, which is mixed. We've got a women's only flag. Um, so I think we've got nine teams at the minute registered to play this year if we get football in the UK um, and potentially a 10th coming on. Uh, we've been looking at some some conversations going around in the UK around wheelchair football as well, trying to get that off the ground a little bit. Um, in the UK, so there's some sessions around that potentially happening. Uh, with Baffa, the, the organisers, and uh, everything else. So, in terms of chairman, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. Um, trying to make trying to plan for football this year, if with uh, COVID and restrictions, we had the whole of last year was cancelled for us in the UK. Yeah. We'd started training, we got a couple of months, and then it went. So that was quite a a bad thing. There'd been a lot of time put into that before it happened. Obviously, it's safer for it, us to not train but there was a lot of work that had gone in up to that point which uh, ended up not being used we planned to restart a couple of weeks ago and then the lockdown again happened so we've got all these plans in place of how the seasons are going to start what we're going to do coaching teams are in place players are ready to go and we're just waiting for guidance and when we come back yeah. I think there's, uh, when we get told there's like a 12 week plan so it'll be 12 weeks of training up to the, the season taking place, whatever happens once we can, we're allowed to. Uh, behind all that, there's been lots of obviously issues with training venues, if it's going to be free or not, COVID training. Bath has put something on where they're encouraging all the coaches to uh, do some training specifically around keeping sessions safe with COVID and all that sort of stuff. Um, so they're pushing that out. and We're pushing that down to the coaches and asking them to do that. Um, finances is the big thing as well obviously we committed a lot of money last year to before we'd started uh, players started to play in the subs um, for the year and things like that and all those things are still there um, we were lucky to get some money from Sport England towards some of that so they offered some grants for costs that happened from COVID you couldn't get back so we were quite lucky we've got a bit of money that's made us a bit more financially stable but that's a big thing in British mogul football at the minute. Uh, and then everything else going on. Uh, as, as chairman, I'm just there to trying to make sure everybody does their jobs as much as everything. Uh, I do have the final decision on things if it comes up, but the committee usually have a good grounding and understanding. And we don't, don't think we've ever had to use that sort of thing very much over the years. So yeah, I suppose still being the player now, um, any grief for being a chairman as well at the same time from the guys or how does that well, sort of work out? Um, yeah, I, I, over the years, because I've been on the committee for um, 
at least five years, I think, here. To be honest, I stepped up and did some volunteer stuff of it and then got elected a couple of years later to be the secretary for some on-move role. So I've been on the committee for the majority of the time I've been a player. And, yeah, I get called uh, different things by <laughs> more senior players. Um, so I'll probably get more grief when the chairman, when I'm actually at training and as chairman. Um, yeah. But no, it's all like they, they A lot of them understand how much work the committee puts in, yeah. how, many, how much time. Like even when last like when we were training before, I was using one of the first ones there, and I was always one of the last ones leaving, making sure everything got put away. Um, that same on weekends, traveling, moving kit around. The yeah. committees over here put in so much time and effort to things, um, and there's not there's, you don't get paid big bucks to do it. There's no money in uh, British American football, unlike the NFL. So uh, most of them are all right. You get a bit of ribbing, but you get used to it. Um, I don't think there's many more years of me playing. I'm getting too old now. I'll be retiring uh, <laughs> soon, I think. But a couple more years, hopefully. I might get to Brady's age. And I, yeah. I, <laughs> I say Brady's still doing it. Well, this, this is what I wanted to ask. With, with you being on the O-line, we, we have a lot of listeners who are friends of ours who are fairly new to our fellows. So we're really quite experienced in the game itself. And we certainly see the importance of having a, a firing offensive line. Uh, people who are new probably just assume it's just to protect the quarterback, which it is in a way, but the the moves the offensive line make for the specific plays that are drawn up is incredible, really. And I don't think people appreciate that. Certainly in NFL, that you have these big guys that are in front of the quarterback, but they're doing things with the defenders that are coming up to make things happen for the plays that have been drawn up. So it, from a, a player's point of view, is it quite a, a difficult thing to learn all the different plays and, and know what you need to do at specific times? Yeah, I mean, in the years I've played on lots of different offences, some that are quite basic. Um, when I was at Langsview, when I first went up there, the, the BOC had some really complicated play calls and loads of different movement and different pulling people and all stuff. Uh, to the point I had to get a risk coach and write down what I was doing on each play because it was the easiest way to know it. Um, what we've got now... At the Titans, the OC is really good. Luke, he's really um, big on his play calls and designs, but he's got quite a lot of sets, uh, offensive line calls, blocking schemes, and then different plays that go off in the background behind that. So we've we've got a set amount of schemes to block, and we've got if the in, if the D lineman's in the A gap or he's in the B gap, or that changes which gap we pull into and how we block down. So we've got all that, but. We get most of that done quite well. And then half the time, you don't know what's going on behind you in the backfield because it could be a million and one things. But we, as long as we make the gap where it's meant to be and then running back runs through it, that's what we're doing. Um, but yeah, we've got some crazy little schemes where you leave the end on a read or you don't. You lock him the other way to where you think he should be going. Um, but we've got quite an experienced O-line and we sort of know what we're doing. Um but yeah, I think for a lot of people out there that watch the NFL, they won't understand what's, what's going on on the lines. Yeah. They just see loads of big guys running into each other and headbutting each other and not getting what they've done or why, or why that person's pulled from right guard and taken the left the end. And all those different things that people don't get until you blame it. Right. Yeah. I think um, I'm quite interested going back to obviously the progression that the Titans have had. So you've gone from Div 2 to sort of, you know, getting knocked out in the in the semis in, in, in the prep. Um, do, do you see a, a big difference in the growth at, at sort of what the, the self was at the club when you, you know, you were in to, to to what it is now? Is there much difference? Is there much different in the quality of the leagues? Uh, you know, what, what's that sort of like? I think the big thing, you go from Div 2 and some of those teams have maybe only been in the league a couple of years or they've got 25 guys and that's the sort of lower end of it. Um, and a lot of it is organisation. It's having coaches, it's having the players around, um, committed players. Uh, there is a bit of a difference, but I think the big step up is, obviously, we're, we're miles behind the, the London Warriors who are the national champions. And those guys are just massive, pure athletes. Half of them could probably go and play in the semi-pro leagues over in Europe if they had the opportunity. Um, obviously, that's where FE that the Panthers came from. That's where he was training with them before he got taken over to the NFL pathway. So 
there's some very big, very good athletes there um, who could be playing at higher standard, uh, depending on what if they can get that option or not. I think that's gonna that might change a lot though with the break. I know there was some article recently about British players trying to play in Europe and Brexit and how that's gonna that could cause a lot of trouble for people trying to get over and go play semi-pro. Um, but yeah, I think the the big thing with between the Prem and Div One, some of it is the commitment and just that extra time in in the gym, watching your game film, how committed to attending meetings and training are you? Um, and I think when, when you get that going, when you get 30, 40 committed guys, both sides of the ball, coming to training and having full-on scrimmages and then taking that into your matches, that's where the big step up is, I think, from Div 1 to the Prem. Um, our first game in the Prem, we got taken apart by the, the holding national champions. Um, but then came back and for the rest of the season played reasonably well and got to the playoffs. So we were given a sort of wake-up call, but then we took that on and ran with it. Uh, I think that's the big thing. Yeah, it was. Tam, Tam with Phoenix are the, the top team in the North at the minute. We beat them once last in the last season we had and then lost to them just at home. Um, and they got to the final again and lost to London. But we're, we're getting closer. We're bringing in new, more players. We're, we're increasing our clo- closing that gap a little bit to them. We were planning. We had a really good plan, and we're focusing and trying to beat them home and away. Last year, if we before the season was cancelled, and trying to take on that next step. Um, but they have they have one of the best head coaches in the country, uh, Jason. He's also the, the Union Nottingham coach, and he's one of the most dedicated, knowledgeable people you'll see around, especially on defensive football. Um, and I think that's you have a lot of coaches in the in the British game who are more knowledgeable than people would think. Um, and I mean, is it? Who was it? Is it Dallas have just appointed a British guy's D line coach? I think the Cowboys. I think this yeah, week, okay. the British coach been appointed over there. So um, there's a couple more. There's a bit more British sort of coaching getting over into the NFL and colleges and stuff. And uh, so that's a, yeah. that can only be a step forward as well. Yeah. And obviously, you've been playing in the British League for so long as well. Is it crazy to see the amount of growth, not only in the NFL, but in the British League as well? Because the NFL has obviously attracted the people and they've gone out to find the British League as well. What What's the growth been like over the years? Like, Have you seen it because of the NFL or were the players always there? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people brought to it from the NFL. Um, yeah. We try. The only problem the British game gets is that most of the matches, most of the teams and the, the league is the opposite time of the year. So we get loads of inquiries when the NFL season starts. Up, yeah. Oh, well, how can I come and play for you guys? And we're like, well, you'll come back in January and that's when we start training <laughs> as the NFL season's coming to an end. Yeah. Um, but it does, that's, that is the interest. That's where you get people hooked into it. Um, obviously, the, the London games are really big. Um, we used to do, we, I mean, in other years, we would have been planning a massive Super Bowl party in Manchester Six Centre, mm-hmm. get thousands, like a couple of thousand people in the beer keller and get loads of people in there and pushing us as well as the end. But, but obviously, a couple of years out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, we, we're trying to do that. And obviously, the NFL is coming over here and doing a lot more work. Um, there was the jag tag thing and the, the NFL changing that to something more generic of the NFL for youth football and schools football so that's the they're trying to create these sort of getting to kids early with the, the flag youth stuff and then show them how they can go through uh, we're associated with the big Manchester college and they've got a program where they train three times a week doing American football and then do sports science and things like that uh, and then trying to get those kids to join the Titans or the Titans players go and do that and get better training for the youth teams Obviously, you've got the NFL Academy down south as well now, based mm-hmm. in London, which is sending trying to get send kids over to America, taking the best of the best youth football here, and then then training four or five times a week, and then going over to the high school and potential JUCOs and things like that, and trying to get kids into the NFL that way through the colleges. Um, I think all of those success stories we get through that, and and people like. Effie and all these people that are over there now, um, even like, I mean, Jay Ajayi, you had um, oh, the Raiders tackle. 
I can't remember his name now. He was from, he's from, his family originally from Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. He came to one of our Super Bowl parties a few years ago. While he was then actually in Manchester, he was great. But all those stories that you can try and push and say, look, you can do it. These people are over there. You can do it. You can get through these academies, get up, get in there. Uh, You get a lot of kids can see that. Big sports, even just like some of the stuff that's going over there. Um, it is difficult though. It's 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 not a cheap sport. Obviously, even as fans, you know how much stuff costs, and uh, yeah, helmets, shoulder pads, all the all the kit to wear it is not a cheap thing to buy. Uh, it's going down slowly, I think, because it's more it's becoming a bigger sport, so more people are stocking it. Companies over here that bring it over are able to buy in more bulk, so. I think the prices will eventually go down a little bit, but it's still a big, big commitment if you want to play this game. Um, even without the kit, I think you're talking, yeah, quite a lot of money. So that's one, always one of the things we're looking at to try and lower that, especially for some of the young around. I mean, Manchester, it's quite a big city. It's, it's massive as a as a whole area, but there's a lot of de- deprived areas, some of the work, sort of poorest areas of this country in it. And it's trying to get that in as well, try and link people in from those areas, um, trying to make it as accessible as possible to people. Because um, that does put people off, like a lot of other sports. Exactly. And I've noticed as well, obviously, for everybody that's listening, obviously, wearing your, your Chicago Bears hat. I know you mentioned just before we were recording that it was quite yeah. late that you chose the team. Why Why the Bears? Like, why Chicago what a challenge um, to them. So, yeah. <laughs> it was I'll, I'll be honest, like yeah, so I, I mean I started watching years ago. First Super Bowl I really watched was two thousand and two, uh when I was at uni. Um and watching NFL actual live on Sundays was something I started doing when I went to uni. It was a big thing after we trained that we'd go to all the pubs and watch it. And I just never really chose a team at that point. I just watched whatever was on because I was I, I didn't mind which team was on. Um, I just watched whatever was on, and yeah, for a long time I didn't, I couldn't decide. I'd watch different teams, um, and at that I think it just went for the history of the Bears. I think that was it. It wasn't anything really. I mean, yeah, Mac's a good player, and we might get to use an actual first round draft pick for the first time in a long time <laughs> this year. We'll see about that, or we might drop, get rid of it. Um, so yeah, we're not great, and it, it, to be honest, it fits quite a lot to my my football team is Everton for some random reason. Um, and it's about the same. It's a historic yeah. club who've done well in the past, but yeah, not great at the minute. Maybe on the rise and then they take your knees out. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. It's not the easiest journey being a Bears fan, but uh, the signs of life. Just need to stop getting our receivers, getting ejected against the Saints and stuff like that. That would help. <laughs> so uh, we usually give people a chance to plug themselves and, and where can you go post-COVID, I suppose, where can people go and watch the Titans? Where can they find you on Twitter? Where can they find the Titans on Twitter? All that sort of social media stuff. Fill your boots, plug away. Oh, so yeah, we've got, we'll be on Facebook with the most liked British American football team on our official Facebook page. Uh, we've got an in- Instagram as well that we're trying to increase in. And uh, actually, if you go onto the Instagram page now, the Manchester Titans, uh, we're running a competition with Hickory Smokehouse to win a uh, Super Bowl box. It's open for another week. <laughs> you go on there, like so us, strange. like them, and tag two friends in it. You can win one of their uh, prize boxes that will get delivered the day before the Super Bowl, and then you cook it all at home yourself and warm it up. And yeah, that's quite cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got Twitter. It's not as active as it would be if we were having games. That's where we update scores on. It is there. They're all Manchester Titans. You search them, you'll come up with it. Um, but yeah, we've it's mad. The Titans we go from seven, eight years old up, men, men and women, um, are cute. Yeah, we've got sport for everybody. Flag, contact, whatever you want to try. Um, we're all, always open. If people drop us a message, we'll send uh, anybody information that they need. Uh, we've got some school projects going on as well, and that's going to increase as well. Uh, we currently play at the National Speedway Centre in Gorton. Um, which is quite nice. So our pitch is in the inner bit of the ring of the speedway. Um, and it's quite a nice stadium to play in. It's quite a nice atmosphere where really? we can get people that in to watch. Reminds me uh, of the film so, yeah. the Titans. 
um, yeah, they, they have um, the running track, don't running they? Running track, yeah, yeah, it just reminds me of that, that film there. There's something about the pitch, Titans as well. Maybe that's where it came from. I mean, I think we've 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 taken up enough of your time now, um, and so you know, thanks very much for joining us, really appreciate it. Um, fingers crossed, you know, the, the world sorts itself out and you, you get football this season. Um, it's definitely something that, that us guys have talked about starting to try and get to some British NFL games. I know it's American football, Baffer. Um, Johnny keeps trying to make me go down and watch him, so I'll probably do have to now. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll get to one. But, mate, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, and take care. All, all the best. Cheers, Liam. All right. Thank you. See you guys. Massive thank you to Liam there, the Manchester Titans uh, player, chairman, you name it, he does it. Um, <laughs> um, player, you can catch him on Twitter at Twiggy252 and check him out and uh, also check out the Manchester Titans. And all this stuff. We've got a good competition on Facebook where you can do some food, which is absolutely worth doing. We've just uh, we've all done it. So uh, I think before we move on to um, discussing the weekend's games, just gone, uh, what are we all drinking? Uh, you know, I, I'm <laughs> I'm still rocking the um, Corona train. Uh, I've opened it with my Corona bottle opener. Um, oh, no new merch, though. I'm just waiting for my next delivery of merch. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's not found a plane big enough yet uh, to, to bring it over from, from the States. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still on the Corona. I've got about 10 more of them left, so another few weeks of it and, and I'll be moving on to get in touch, guys. Yes. <laughs> I saw that Tom, you were drinking a little bit of something different. Uh, I saw a weird little can over there. I did as well. Oh, yeah. So you got a little I'm, bit of a bubble. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to the point now where you know he's gonna go for a small I'm, local I'm branch. He's gonna go for a small uh, local company. <laughs> I'm the attraction. I shouldn't be putting myself out there for beers. Beers should be coming to me. So I'm just gonna get a couple in at a time. And when they run out, I'm going to go to the shop and I'm going to get some more. And then whichever one actually realises what they're missing and thinks, oh, you better get on that, then I'm here and I'm ready. But for now, I've moved to some cans, which I've never had a can before, of beer. I know me on the bottles, so I thought I'd try it out of the can first rather than pouring it in the glass. Interesting choice. It's all right. Excellent choice. Well, I always I prefer love, cans anyway. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bottle man, to be fair. Um, hence why I support Spurs and the Giants but yeah um, it's not too bad out of the can to be fair I imagine it will still be better out of the glass but I couldn't be asked to get one out of the dishwasher as we all know I'm lazy as fuck so um, yeah chin chin um, I am on vodka and lemonade but not just any kind of vodka mm. a absolute passion fruit uh, absolute vodka that I got. And you know what? It was a good night. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that leads really well into why was it a good night? Yeah. <laughs> because we're, in, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> and this is what I've said to everybody. Like, I know, obviously, I've been waiting all my life for Liverpool to win the Premier League. Maybe it's just because we dominated last season. I didn't care. But I cried that we got to the Super Bowl. I cried more that we got to the NFC Championship and we won it than I did when Liverpool lifted the Premier League trophy. Maybe it's because we completely dominated the season. It was inevitable. But yeah, imagine if we actually do win the Super Bowl. You ain't going to see me for like days. <laughs> I'm going, I'll drink it all. Let's just have another one. We're, we're, we're in the Super Bowl. Three kids watching it, it's water. Yeah. No, it ain't. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you couldn't have chosen a vodka that suits you. <laughs> <laughs> it's your personality in the bowl. <laughs> it is amazing. Um, yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm glad you got there. Me and Matt were speaking last night, and you know, if if anyone's going to um, beat the books, it wouldn't have been the Bills. Um, so it's going to be a tough game. Um, and you know something that, like I say, we'll we'll discuss on the next episode. We'll have we'll have a big pre Super Bowl episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe Definitely. get a chief fan involved, and you know we know we know one or two. Um, yeah. Maybe get another Bucks fan involved. Unfortunately, we know one of them. But I mean, yeah, the the NFC Championship game was was wild. I mean, <laughs> talk, talk us through it. I mean, obviously, we all watched it. 
Um, yeah. uh, it was for me. It was a better game of the two, which I thought it would be. I yeah. think the, the Chiefs were too strong for, for Buffalo, but. Uh, yeah, talk us through it. I will say one thing. I've watched it three times already today. That's how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, does, does the result change? Because if it does, I'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happily, I'll let you know it does not. But um, yeah, I watched obviously the live game and then it's usually, if anybody watches Sky NFL, they usually have the hits on for like an hour at 8 a.m. So I woke mm-hmm. up at, no, it was 9 a.m. this morning. I woke up at 9 before you and he watched, watched that. And then... Uh, no, it was 8. It was 8 a.m., sorry. Yeah, I woke up at 8 and watched it at 8 a.m. Don't know why that matters, but, you know, I watched it then. And then uh, I was at uni, and then again it came on again at, at 3 o'clock after Good Morning Britain. So I watched it again, and it was bloody beautiful. Um, I would tell you, like, there were so many big plays in that game and why we won the game. I know everyone could say Packers were robbed or whatever they want to say, but, you know, should have gone for should have gone for the kick. He should have ran on the third down. Don't know why he did it. Apparently, he said Jamal Dean was in his sight, but you know, I won't fucking run towards Jamal Dean either. But you know, and then, um, and then it was in the crucial first half. All those third down conversions by Brady and the Bucks was just unbelievable. And then the moment that won the game. I mean, when it happened, we all said this game is over. That six seconds on the clock, that that ball to Scotty Miller bread basket with six seconds of the half was just beautiful. And from that moment, you would think it was over. And then the Packers started to come back into it a little bit and it made it a little bit of a sweaty time, shall we say. But Because um, obviously we didn't get a touchdown in the second half. But um, no, we did. We got one because I won £100. Uh, we got break straight away. <laughs> um, I said to um, Jason, because Jason randomly messaged me and was like, oh, you're doing well? I was like, yes, yes, we are. Uh, but I said, I bet you, I bet you right now, this, this is a fact. I said, what we're going to do, if we get a pick, because as I've always said on the previous episodes, the books always do a little bit weird. Then they come out the second half and they get a pick or a turnover straight away. So if we get a pick, we're winning this game. What happens? Fumble, pick. And then what I did at halftime, I put £5 on Cameron Brake to score the next touchdown. He did. Won £100, spent all of that on the NFC Championship merch because we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive. For me, um, and I'll, I'll take my uh, own opinion of the particular players that were in the Super Bowl. The, the defence is what mattered in this game. I think the Bucks D won the game and the Packers D lost the game. I think that's the right way to say it. The play you mentioned before was a disgusting play from, from the Packers team. They were obviously going to shoot 50, 60 yards, whatever it was, because there was six, seven seconds left. Just stay over time. the ball. Just, just stay I think over we spoke it. about the rhythm. We'd, I, I said, just go on soft coverage, stay back. JP's like, yeah. stay deep. And yet, they didn't. And, no. It's Miller time, baby! Um, <laughs> so, that that for me was the... the Packers team got better in the second half. Um, but... The, the game, the Bucks D is is loaded, and I've said it more than once this season. That everyone knows about the the, the Bucks offense. You know, they've, they've got Brady, they've got Antonio Brown who didn't play, they've got Leonard Fournette who who was good at the Jags, but he's done me out of it. Playoff Lenny, still a, still a great player. Yeah. Um, Scott Miller, Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronk, they, they're all really good players. I'm not going to say Rojo. I don't think he's as good as the rest of the team. I think he's right. I think Fournette is better. Um, yeah. But still, Rojo's a, a decent, nearly a thousand yard season, no, like nine hundred yeah, something. Still, yeah, they've they've been the books have been clever and they've used Rojo as a bit of a bell cow. Use Rojo season, mainly yeah. in the in the regular season and yeah. four net to power yeah. through. It's been it's been pretty smart, really. And I spoke to uh, Fred Mart about teams that have done well. They don't have a a, a one man running back show. You put Derek Henry as good as he is. Titans haven't really made the step up have you, to the next next level. Really. Uh, same with the, the Saints and Kamara. Uh, I know they have Tavis Murray, but they haven't got past um, team two, 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 two yeah. runs. So for me, it was more of a case of the, the defences won and lost the game. Um, because if you look at the offences, I think the quarterbacks were, were, were pretty... I don't, I'm not looking at stats, but I think they were pretty even, really, yeah. um, in terms of their productivity. Rodgers had the one pick, Brady had the three. Packers did nothing with the three picks. Um, so, you know, that to me, that's a credit to the Bucks. 
it, it's the points off the turn off, isn't it? Their turn off, we yeah, converted. And, and <laughs> I think a lot of people are missing, missed massively missing that how good the box D is. Sue, Sue is a beast. Sue is an absolute monster. And then, um, JPP, JPP Barrett, Barrett. What was it? Would we do his second five times? Um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, but have a look. Um, yeah, Barrett had three, and JPP had two. So, uh, you know. Interesting to see where Barrett goes. Uh, Another fun fact about Big A Rod as well is he's only had six interceptions or six turnovers on the season, Green Bay, and three of them are against us. <laughs> I've, I've said it time and time again that team are a stat padder. They're what? They're a stat padder. They, 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 they do well in the season because of what their divisions are, what's around them. Teams they play, they are better and they are better than you know the majority of teams, but they are not good enough. And it's shown once again. Um yeah, sorry to interrupt Matt. I know you were you're in it there. But I, I you know, I, I agree with you. I, I do I think I think the books started the game to win, but the Packers had a chance to do something and they threw it away, I, I believe, with a mixture of of bad play calls, bad decision making. Um, and like you said, Jamie, not not capitalising on your turnovers. You know, if you if you get points off your turnovers, it's almost like a break of throwing darts. You know, you, you're not expected either, but you need one of them to win almost. Yeah, like I said, they always say like your defense is go- is going to win championships, and we did it in 2003. Our defense won the championship. We're going into the Super Bowl now as the home team in our home stadium against arguably probably the best team of the last five, ten years, probably. Like, it's the first time, like I put that stat on before, it's the first time two quarterbacks have played each other from the previous two Super Bowls winning quarterbacks anyway. And Mahomes is the future, Brady is the, I say now he's the past really, isn't he? But, you know, Mahomes is kind of the now and the future, unfortunately. But, um he is the future of the game. Whether Brady, if he wins it, is he going to retire? Is he going to come back another year? We don't know. Maybe he doesn't win it, then he wants to come back again. I don't know how it's going to happen. But the most intriguing thing for me was the post interview with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I can't get that out of my head. Like, is he going to leave Green Bay? Because, I mean, surely you talked about um, Carson Wentz got the Eagles manager sacked, didn't he? Because he didn't agree with the play calling. Mm-hmm. Is Rodgers going to do the same with Lafleur? Sure, like, he has sure that power, surely. Like, he is, yeah. he is, he is Green Bay. Lafleur's better, <laughs> better than A Rod. Green Bay yeah. are, are different, aren't they? They're the only franchise on that. Do you say Lafleur's better than A Rod? Yeah, it wasn't his um, choice, like, he didn't choose to kick the ball. So, before we move on to uh, game two, both quarterbacks last night, as we all know, were in. The latter stages of their career, shall we say? But chance both one or neither of them might retire after the after the season. You know, I don't think he really will. Uh, Brady might if he wins, I suppose, but I don't think he will. Um, but um, they both threw picks last night. Mm-hmm. So are we saying that? I'm asking you. I don't know. But, um, I don't know what you're going to say. Is, do we think that's down to the the stage of the career, the age they are? They're both very, very good. There's no doubt about it. They're I both think going to be Hall of Famers, but they both threw picks in an unbelievably important game. Again, Rodgers has only had five interceptions throughout the season, and then that one in the postseason there. And it was an unbelievable play by Sean Murphy Bunting. Again, you could probably maybe call the holding call on him. He was pulling on there, weren't he? Um, but again. That was his only pick, and obviously we capitalised on that and then got the Scotty Miller touchdown. But um, Brady's, I think, were just ridiculous. It's like Jameis Winston was out there at some point. He just basically just was like, just ran back, saw somebody coming and just went, nah, just fuck this shit and just threw it yeah, and just hoped for the best. Pick three. Well, so, was about, I think he was about to get flattened, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah and that, that, was two, that was two of them. The, the, the other one was obviously he threw it perfectly to Mike Evans and unfortunately just went through his hands and then into uh, the defence. If only he was elite, he would have caught it, but, you know. Well, this leads me on to my next point. <laughs> would, would, um, hit, not so much last night's picks, but who do we think is most at fault for a pick? Do we think it's a combination of a bad throw, 
a bad route or reception from the wide receiver, a good play from a defensive player. Who do we think? What 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 percentage do you think? Um, because all three of Brady's picks were Mike Evans' targets last night. Yes, elite might not have had three picks. Second one, but well, second one was one hundred percent Evans' fault. The one that slipped through his fingers. It was. his hands. It was a high ball. I'll defend but, Evans a little bit. It was pinged at him. But yeah, I still think he should have caught it. You, then, you uh, want your 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 game changer because Evans is that for, for, yeah. for the ball. You want yeah. you is expect he? him. He's gonna. He should contest and get that ball. <laughs> um, he's not. Well, to be fair, I think Godwin's been the better out of the two this season. <laughs> Um, Godwin's a free agent, but no, I, 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 I disagree because you've, God, you've got, Godwin you've had a got few a drops in the season as well, though. Yeah, but, we uh, had one yesterday, but look what happened straight after. He came up with an absolutely ridiculous catch straight after. Do you reckon um, is Godwin, is this the free agent? Is it his second contract that's running out, or is this his first contract? Can you franchise tag him? First, I believe. But would you franchise tag him? I don't know. I should tell you what, if I was a fucking book, you I'd got Shaq Barrett. Like, he's just coming off a franchise. Yeah, you're not you're not going to refranchise him, are you? Because it'll cost you a fortune with the money that he put. Yeah, he was on he was on yeah, fifteen million this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't have an amazing season as he did the season before. I think the season before is nineteen and a half sacks, where he's only got about nine this year. But think, yeah. he's still Barrett an unbelievable go. day. I think, yeah, I think Barrett will go. Um, if if we win it all, then I don't care. I'd happily go back to the bottom of the division. I've had my moment. I've had Liverpool yeah. and Tampa Bay win everything. I can wait another yeah. thirty years. It's, it's cyclical, isn't it? Uh, NFL, so you know. I was going to say these two teams might not be in the Super Bowl next year, but I dare say the Chiefs. Are but Kansas probably will be. <laughs> They've been the first team to do it three years in a row. Well, they, I think the Chiefs play the Giants next year. Don't we? So we've got, we've got Mahomes is Mahomes is Kill him. Kill him. Well, apparently, um, he had toe turf. Don't know what the hell that is, but he had toe turf, and apparently yeah, he, might, he might be having surgery in the off season. So it, it's it's nothing major. So turf turf toe, from what I've read, when Sterling Shepard missed four games this season because of it, was a as a wide receiver, it impacts you more. Yeah, I mean, don't you've, got, wrong, it, you've got to run more than yeah, yeah, don't get wrong, it will still impact packing holes, but um it's something about your your foot gets caught in the turf, hence the reason we call it turf toe, which doesn't allow you to then bend it anymore because it's either gone too far or it's it's collapsing. I can't properly remember what it was, but essentially then when you're running, obviously you run on your toe that bends like that. And it's a sprain that absolutely kills when when your toe goes up. Um, Basically, like four games because, because of it. It, mu- now, it must be a, a you know a, a tough one. It must be be, be really a, a, you know. Well, I, I can believe you missed games because if you bang your edge, you miss a few games. I don't know. Well, I should name Patrick Mahomes every change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. that Mahomes. What you're telling me is like kind of like morphing into Kermit the Frog now, isn't he? Yeah. Just turn into a literal muppet. It just kills me. And I've said it a few times on the pod. Like this guy gets injuries and it just he's just there. Just he's clicks it back into place. Like, oh, hey, who's next? <laughs> just, just you know, like, all there's some Mister Miyagi stuff going on there. Just like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. He probably, I, I think, I think yesterday proved that he was fine to play. Um, but still, you know, how many players that do miss are probably fine to play? Um. But I mean, I I don't I don't mind you know I, I don't mind the Chiefs. I'm lucky they're not in our division, um, you know, <laughs> not even in our conference. So you know, we don't have to play them often. I like I like Mahomes. Um, we will snap him next season. Um, we'll do everyone a favour. <laughs> we'll just set Jabril Peppers on him. You'll break his leg, but he'll just grow another one. He's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's already got a third one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, it was a really entertaining game. Um, you Not know, unless you're a book fan, because I was literally just like, yeah, the imagine. whole time. I let you have the group on, like, on mute, but I, like, I had to keep coming back to it. Because stuff was being said, I'm like, no, no, I need, I need to leave it, I need to leave it, I need to leave it. And, like, and I was just like, and then it was happening, and everything was going on. And then, then as soon as Chris Godwin got that first down in the last minute, yeah, bro, it's a, it's just like that game. was it. Good advert for the sport, like for example, like Bill. Obviously... I know a lot of people who watched that game for like the first time, like Tom Dodsworth, uh, Slater Gordon was was watching it, and Matt Middleman, and like a few people from Slater Gordon were watching it because I've been going on about the books for God knows how long it worked, yeah. and they decided to watch it because obviously it's coming up to the Super Bowl. And again, yeah. if you watch that as that's your first game of NFL, you'd be like, I can do this. 
Yeah, well, I'll try for the third time to finish my sentence. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Phil texted me earlier, and obviously Phil's trying to get into the NFL this season and take it seriously, and he texted me saying that he's now booked the 8th of February for the Super Bowl, and he pretty much said, like, um, he's really looking forward to it. He just put Packers game as class, and so that's clearly someone who he's been getting into the NFL this season and hasn't watched much of it other than the Eagles, so clearly it's been shit to watch. Um, but a scene a game um, that was really good and gone to know what I'm, I'm going to book off in the Super Bowl as well. It's, it's probably somebody right. who probably would have watched the first quarter, maybe the first half before then going to bed. Um, you know, as I've done previously. But yeah, it was it was brilliant. And to be fair, I had to watch the majority on my phone, so I couldn't I wasn't fully um, in the group, which was a bit painful because I was trying. I watched the first quarter on TV and then the second quarter on my phone. And you can imagine it was just... Well, you mentioned some of that sky goal being shit, didn't you? After notification, <laughs> yeah. oh, it was the And then obviously I'd, I'd gone to bed. Laura was up there and she was still awake. So I was like, well, let her have the TV. We kept them on dancing on ice. Um, and so I just had that on the phone. So I had to mute the group for a bit whilst I was watching it on the phone. It was just getting in the way. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, you know, I got back to the TV and yeah, sky goal was a prick. But uh, sky goal was a prick, but I still managed to watch it. It was just... Unbelievable. I loved it. Player football's been great, hasn't it? Great game. It it's, it's a great game when um no, I don't know if I should probably have it. I didn't actually care uh, yeah. I didn't want the books to win. I wanted the Packers to win. Like, they're my second team, but it doesn't bother me enough to be pissed off about this one. Uh, and the same with the Super Bowl in two weeks. I, I know we're gonna talk about it next week, but I don't really care. Uh, I, I dislike both Brady and the Chiefs, so <laughs> like I said, if Brady wasn't there, you wouldn't mind the books as much. Until Brady signed for the Bucks, until this I liked, I liked <laughs> But, but let's Bucks. clarify, and then until this season with how you and fucking Gary have been. No, it, it, it's Brady for me is the reason why I don't yeah. like the Bucks. Uh, and when he leaves, I, I like them again. Um, obviously, I love fishing out Gary um, and anyone else in the group. Uh, it, it's become really obvious when I do it now. Um, I have people messaging me out of the group saying, oh, you've started it, things like that. Um, Shout out to Chris in the group, by the way. I spoke to him loads this last week. Um, We'll have him on at some point, I'm sure. But yeah, um, the the group as well, was really entertaining this weekend. Um, Some some funny stuff after Saturday night, some funny stuff went on last night. And uh, it seems to be the the regulars that are the same people that are getting involved in the, the banter, that's what we're going to call it, the, the, the digging out of people and the fishing out of people. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's become quite insane. I think that I, I put a screenshot of somebody sent me some of the 3,000 messages that we have. Yeah, no, I don't, you know, I did, I did like the books until, until, uh, until Brady signed. Um, what do you say, Tom? Because of me and Gabby don't like the books, did you say? Yeah. And to I've had so many years of her. I've so many years of her. 30 years of her. Oh, no, that's a little bit. 20 years of her, nearly. And then, I mean, it's probably going to be more because we ain't beating the Chiefs, but you know. It was a bit of a lose for me yesterday, as much as I was probably more happy in the Bucks one because I fucking despise that overrated prick. Um, It was like, if. If I wanted the streak to carry on, New York Giants. you know, and it was like the the home team didn't make the Super Bowl, which I love, then it would have had to mean Aaron Rodgers get through to a Super Bowl and, you know, someone else the stat padded that, oh, he's made another Super Bowl, he is really good. Or it was Aaron Rodgers losing, which again is great for me, but then on the other hand, Bucks then make the Super Bowl at the home stadium. So that's the lesser of the two evils. So I was happy. Um but yeah, as long as the Chiefs go and win it, I'm I'm fine with that. I know, I know. Sorry, man. I mean, you, I'll side with you every day until you know throughout the majority of the season, especially when they play the Giants. But then the time that it comes that they have to beat someone like the Bucks in the Super Bowl, then unfortunately, I have to put my KC out on. I don't know who I want to win. I'm so divided. Last year, you know, I didn't like the Chiefs, but I couldn't have Jimmy G winning the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Pony, <laughs> and as much as I, I did want the 49ers to, to probably beat the Chiefs because I know the Chiefs are going to dominate, they're certainly going to have another three, four, five, six, four years in the next 10 years. Yeah, this year, I, I, 
don't want Kansas City to win. I don't because then they love the Raiders going to play each day. I have nothing over that, right, Red. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although the, the stat I put in the group today where in Mahomes' last 27 starts, I've lost one. Yeah. That was to us. Yeah. You've always got that. Yeah, You've so always got it. If the Chiefs win it, technically we are the best team in the NFL. <laughs> that, that is how I would dine out on that floor. Uh, they lost another game though, but he didn't start. Did he? He yeah, didn't lose yeah, last game. Was, yeah, yeah, which I think yeah. anybody started. Really well, no, the youth academy out. <laughs> Just bringing the water boy out. Come what, on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> one, thing I will say, one thing I will say, and again, Matt, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I'm out. I don't, I don't mind the break. I don't, you know, I, I don't particularly think he's the best of people. Um, I don't particularly think he's the worst. I see good and bad in him. You know, I've said sometimes in the pod this season, I like the way he goes and, and, and you know embraces some people that he's actually got connections with somehow. There was like a player on one of the teams that he actually went to university with the player's dad or something like that, and he went out of his way to speak to him at the end of the game. I like that sort of stuff. I don't like the fact that he walks off the field sometimes in a bit of a brat mode where he won't shake a quarterback's hand that's like beaten the, the Super Bowl before. He's a cheat and a liar. That's what I don't like. Yeah. So he's got good and bad. But for, for me, you know, we have to have the debate. You know, I label him as, as, as my GOAT. Um, I, and I would like to see him. I wouldn't mind seeing him win another Super Bowl because it helps with the whole. You know, he's not, he's not just doing the Patriots now. It just gives him that another sort of... There's only like two other quarterbacks that have done it at two different teams as a starter. Yeah. Peyton Manning, I can't remember who the other one was. But um, yeah, there's only three quarterbacks in history that have won the Super Bowl at two different teams as a starter. Which is, again, that's unbelievable. And again, it goes off my whole thing. I know we're not going to get into it, but it's going to be one that's going to be in the off-season, but... Again, it goes off my Ronaldo Messi debate. If, if if he wins it at a different team, he's the GOAT. Like, he has to be, surely. Like, he's won it so many times there and so many times there. Just like Ronaldo has when Messi's just been a one-club man. Um. Well, I don't know. I don't think you can have a, a best individual player of any sport when it's mm-hmm. yeah. a team game. However, you can have the best football player. Yeah. Um, and that's why I say he's my goal because it'll never, it, you know, it's like that. Again, like he said, Jerry Rice is probably one of the greatest of all times as well, isn't he? Like yeah. you said, but it's everyone's sort of opinions, isn't it? And like, you know, like we had in the debate, is I would probably say winning classes you more as a goal because it's what everyone looks at, whether that's my opinion or not. Probably just what I think everyone looks at. Statistically, do I think no? I don't. I don't. You know, he's not really got a massive arm, has he? He hasn't had a massive arm throughout his career, but um, still hits 50 yard bombs to Scotty Miller, boy. Woo! He still throws three, he, he, three he should do when, when Miller's not, yeah, he should do when Miller's not being covered by anyone, yeah. But then you, you know, you've got, got I, I look at him and I go, going into a playoff, who would I want as my quarterback, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Which is probably the debate at the moment, isn't it? Of between especially who's, in the who's NFC, the best. yeah, yeah. I would I would take Brady because he's got the experience, he's done it, and he just has this knack of somehow his team, not him winning the game, his teams, but he makes big plays around it. And I think he brings people up to his level. Whereas I find I find and this is a this is an impartial view now. This isn't me, you know, jumping on IA Aaron Rodgers and also playing all because we're on a pod. I do find Aaron Rodgers a bit of a selfish player. Um if he was selfish, you would have ran for it. Yeah, well, no, you know, it's, it's, it says it all, you know, like like he said, he saw someone in his sight, hence one of the reasons he didn't run. It's bollocks. That's a selfish play. It's really selfish. You go for it for the team, don't you? Get those extra yards you're and get them. Your, your, your head coach, whether it's a right or wrong call to you know, kick it on that ball, wouldn't have been in that position if in the two previous plays he took yards by running. Um, and he didn't but that, that's just not you know I just find him it, it's more a bit about him you know like certain interviews where someone has said to him like you know oh, I imagine you don't know this or it's not something you look at but you hit this milestone today and he's like no I did know that I was, I was looking forward to it I fucking can't stand that whether you are or you aren't you, you don't I just don't think you come out there and, and, and say that and it just little things like that play into me whereas 
Is that Brady. everybody knows you do, but you don't say you do? Like everybody knows yeah, you look think... at the stats, but you don't say, "Oh yeah, I was, you know, I was aiming for about twenty yards today, you know, just so I could get <laughs> get that achievement." Well, I, I, I won't, you know, I, I won't deny he's obviously a very, very good quarterback. Um, but yeah, I think I'd the reason, like I say, Brady, my vote for the goat is is purely one, my limited experience in the sport, um, and all I've known is Tom Brady win, 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 win. Tw- 21 um, seasons, 21 seasons in the NFL, two seasons he was injured, uh, so 19 seasons, and he's been to the he's been to it, the playoffs 14 times in 10 Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. which is absolutely it's, unreal. You can't attribute that all to him because it's not because no. it's your team that gets and what, what is still getting ignored or forgotten about is how, how low. The Tampa Bay offense is it's more loaded than any other yeah. team in the NFL. There's no way Brady would have gone to the Jets and got them to the playoffs. No way. Yeah, no way he'd have gone to the 49ers who made the Super Bowl last year and got them to the, to the Super Bowl. No way at all. Agreed. The Bucks are unbelievably loaded on both sides of the ball. You can, you can yeah. count. Game well, again, you, you need the right man to obviously get the ball there. You do, again, you like do. if you, know, if you had a, Winston there, he's going to turn it over. Do you say. think Jared Goff? Had taken the books to the Super Bowl, probably not. And he's he's all right. Do I, I think, think a top twelve QB would have Matt Stafford? Great example. He no, like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't cut that out because stop being ben stupid. <laughs> Bill Rivers, Bill Rivers. No, no, fuck Rivers. <laughs> he, he, Rivers had a great team with the Colts. Um, but uh, Derek, top Carr, 12 Derek Carr would have taken the books to the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, not biased, yeah. but. They, they players they have on you get you get teams that have one really good wide receiver. Bucks have four. Mm. That, that's that's I can't pick any other team that have that many good wide receivers. Uh, I don't mean they're good, very very good. Who uh, like obviously you got world classes in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Are you saying like Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson are as well, or Antonio Brown as well? Scotty Miller's brilliant. Antonio Brown. They're all brilliant. very very good. The, the yeah, four, they're all above it, average. Yeah, the four is is Evans, Miller, Antonio Brown, and Godwin. They're all very. They'd all be stars in in a team. Put any of them mm. at the. At, I'll use the Jets or the Jacks, and they'll be wide receiver number one. All four of them. One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gronk is is not has been productive this season, but he has had some time out. He's he's been he's a massive a, blocker this he's year. He's still yeah. a good tight end. He's still probably a he's top ten tight end in the league. Um. Leonard Fournette at the Jags was very productive in a shit team. He pretty much took them to the playoffs a couple of years ago. Number Blake, four pick, wasn't he? With Blake Bortles, yeah. Blake Bortles is dog yeah. shit. Yeah. They ran the ball. They had, they had a decent uh, defense, to be fair. But they ran the ball. And got to the playoffs. They lost to the Patriots, uh, ironically. I think I think lost to the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots mm. in the AFC, but I'll have to that. Um, so... No, I do. Um, I do agree. It's not. It's not Brady that's got you there. Obviously, he has helped. It's the reliability of him to obviously make sure the plays are being done, and obviously he can utilize the weapons. You need the right guy there to utilize it in the right way. He's an astute man, and you know, I don't think. I think some of the boots that he was attempted to run to the Titans. Titans made the playoffs last year. Did they make the? They beat the Ravens, didn't they? They made the AFC Cup. Beat the Ravens. Beat the so team. they lost to the Ravens this year. Titans. No, like last year. I mean, oh, beat, last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, last the Patriots year. And the Ravens. Uh, the they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC game last year. Yeah. Titans. So it, there's no way Ray's a very very clever man. There's no way he would have looked at the, the all 32 teams and gone, you know what, Jags are shit. I'll go there. No, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So he's no, looked at the Titans were, were playoff ready. They've got Derek and we've got various other pieces and they made the AFC Championship game with Ryan Tano uh, who before last season was below average at the Dolphins um, I had a very very good discussion with uh, our friend Mark about Ryan Tano uh, which I'm sure we'll come on to when we have Mark, Mark on again um, and then he went to the Bucks who were in win now mode they just brought in uh, Bruce Arians uh, last season and, and we, led, we led the league in passing yards so yeah, so he knew what he was doing. Um, you know, and I know I'm massively discredited what I played at the time. And um, I just think it's to say that oh, he's won it with the Bucks makes him he has to be the best of all time. I'm going to dismiss it because they've been pieced about. He wouldn't have done that with 70% of the teams in the NFL. 
What was the um, the main stat that you saw about uh, Brady for the the whole of the Super Bowls? He's done what twenty one percent or something like that. Eighteen point two percent. Eighteen point two percent of every Super Bowl has has featured Brady, which is again unthinkable. And he could be one of the only quarterbacks to ever win it in the AFC and the NFC for two teams. So yeah. it's I I agree I agree. What Matt's saying is you know his his team around him has definitely mm-hmm. given him the opportunity this year. Um, I suppose on the flip side of that, I don't think any QB would have taken the Jets or the Jags. No. <laughs> I don't you think I don't you think came at the frog. Um, but, he would have just um, ran it himself. <laughs> and, and, and you know you're you're right. You know it doesn't make him the goat. As I've said, you know, people say nothing will make anyone the goal until that is an award that he's being gifted. Um, because you say a golden goal. Not, <laughs> it's nothing, the golden goal. There you go. You know, just, for me, it just helps cement his legacy on what the, you know, the opinion will be is that, you know, his argument will always be, or people's argument will always be, you know, probably one of the two teams. And, and you're right, everyone will overlook how loaded Tampa are because in 10, 15 years, all people will talk about is how shit Tampa have been as a franchise, and Brady's gone there and done that. And you'll testify about that, Jamie, because you have, haven't you? Exactly, um, but it's it's the belief of having Brady there as well. Like, if you've got that guy there that you I do believe that is, is a winner, you think you can win too, and then the belief goes through the team that we've got Brady, the best quarterback ever, we can win, and that that's the belief that's going through Tampa at the moment, saying we we've got the go. Why can't we go all the way? Yeah. And that—that's exactly what he was happened. saying. Something was it was—I'm sure it was yesterday. One of the commentators said something about—I um, can't remember who the individual was, but it was his one of his like first snaps with Brady or something in practice with the Bucks. He dropped a really easy catch or something and went back to the yeah. sideline and the coach. coach Cameron like, Bray, yeah. He was like, "No, like I've just embarrassed myself in front of Tom Brady. Like I have to get better." That's yeah. sort of what you get. And that might be because Brady's a bit of an arsehole. You know, he shouldn't he shouldn't really make you feel like that. And it'll work with some players that they go, oh, I know, I, you know, I want to perform Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Well, that would probably break some players and go, actually, that guy's a fucking prick making me feel like shit. Um, I'm not going to perform for it. You, you know, you, for example, you're Antonio Browns. I can imagine if Brady went, you're a dickhead, catch that ball, he'd probably lever him or, or at least... They'd fall better than some way of, Yeah, <laughs> find some way of getting him, you know, Criminal um, harm for it, but probably got a shag somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, but you know, Brady, <laughs> I think Brady, like Matt said, Brady's an astute guy that actually knows how to deal with people like Antonio Brown. Hence the reason he's tried to bring them to the last two or three teams that he's, uh, so the last two teams that he played for. Um, and, you know, almost they've like molly cuddled him, haven't they? You know, it's like, oh, please come for us. Oh, please, I'll get you these bonuses. Oh, on the last game, I'll throw as many as I can to you to make sure you get paid this bonus. Um, whereas I don't think you do that for other people, um, but yeah, I just I just think I just think it, it definitely helps his his case, and people that will will argue he's their goat. Um, you know, will use that, and I, I will I, I will use that. You know, it's it's seven Super Bowls across the two teams. He's done well. I don't discredit that. You know, it's probably 12, 15 QBs to hey, made it. Super ten Bowl. Super Bowls. He's won he's won six Tampers. of them. Yeah. He could win seven of them, but um, could win seven. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was about to say about using if he if he did if he wins it. But I mean, we're going to the Super Bowl. So we're not really spoke much about the other game. Or... No one cares. Fucking. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll save that for, for next week's episode. Is, uh, yeah, we don't care. I mean, it was, there was moments that were good, but yeah, it wasn't. I think it was what everyone expected, really, wasn't it? As much as we all watched the Allen and Mahomes. The old guy think... stole the show. Yeah. Allen was shit. 58% completion. Crumbled. Is he, he going to be a did, did he have 90-plus rushing yards, though? I'm pretty sure he nearly reached 100 rushing yards, Josh Allen. Well, yeah. There were some things that he done pretty nice, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Chiefs uh, scheme well. They do. The organ scheme well. It sounds mad saying it for somebody who's as young as he is, but Mahomes' experience came through. Yeah, yeah. Third playoff, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and he's still about 14. <laughs> Mate, I don't envy you being in their division at all. Another nine years of him. 
feel to you so bad. I mean, you never know. He, he, could, know get, he could get injured. You never know. I mean, Brady's had two injured seasons, so you never know. You could get lucky. It's all right. We've got Justin Herbert to contend with as well. Yeah. Got pretty, got pretty shit, well, Denver, Denver might draft this year. <laughs> Denver are probably going to take someone or draft someone. Yeah. They've got pick. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Chances um so yeah i think that's it's nice isn't it really um, check out the merch check out the merch we're all yeah absolutely we're all sponsored by again hang on 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 <laughs> How do I end this recording? <laughs> yeah. no, Jamie's got a magical power, hasn't he? Um, yeah, check out the merch. Still refx.co.uk. There's some new stuff going on there. There's baby stuff on there now. Since yeah. Dan, Dan in the group just had a baby. Uh, Dan Young. Um, and that was our surprise for him. So we, we, uh, we've done that for him because he's, uh, he's a Patriots fan and he knows he's had a bad year. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's such on the group as well. I think we're at sixty heads now. I think uh, it's getting tense. It's getting um, a bit niggly sometimes. Yeah, um, <laughs> turning into a family, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And I think it's exploded in, in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, it's good fun though. Really, is good fun. Last night, as I said earlier, last night Saturday night was the most of the fun was going on. And there's some really funny characters in there. Shout out to Kev. Shout out to Chris. Um, yeah. And there's some more people becoming active as well yeah. uh, in the group now. I think there's a people who have been in there a few weeks been pretty quiet. Um, and now mm-hmm. Start coming out and shell again. For anyone that's sort of wanting to, you know, can deal with the baptism of fire and is actually willing to sit and read through probably 2,000 messages a day, you learn a lot. You know, fuck me, I've learned a shitload of being in there. Um, and, it's not just all American. I'm, I'm a seasoned veteran. <laughs> that, sort of An OG. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, you you can learn a lot, um, and it, I, I enjoy it. It is funny. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do look and go. I think I think this week there was once where I come on there was like seven hundred messages, and I was like, nah. I started catching up, and I was like, <laughs> no, 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 it's going down a rabbit hole. I don't need to know this sort of stuff, you know. And you, you skip it, but you know, it is it is good. And I think Phil looks at it and probably goes shit sometimes, but then there'll be times when he'll read it and go. Uh, okay, yeah, that's been useful. Oggy, Oggy's the same. He, he likes to pop in every now and again. He definitely doesn't catch up on most of them. But um, <laughs> it does, you know, it, 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 it's good. It's so like anyway. Gary listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> but yeah, for anyone that, you know, is... Well, no, if you actually listen now, because he'll, he'll recall this back to us. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you do messages on Twitter. You know, Gary will probably respond and, and sort it out as a link out there. But yeah, more people welcome. Still got a few teams left, haven't we, Matt? Um, yeah, we need four or five, I think. Yeah, Falcons, four or five, and we're done. We need Falcons, Titans, Ravens, Cowboys. I mean, he, he doesn't watch it, but just get Jason in there. He's I have tra- said this. He says, I do, I watch it. I was like, No, you don't, mate. Yeah, but maybe, maybe wait till next season. Bloody cowgirls. Um, but, um, I the last there. team. Yeah. Oh, you were leading on with the merch. I don't know if it was yeah, going. get some merch. There you go. <laughs> get some merch. And <laughs> just, to, just, to, yeah, just to finish it off. Down it. We're going to the Super Bowl. Down it. <laughs>